0: The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials,
1: or its staff. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Tuesday in the Unmute Presents. We wanted to remind everyone here at the top that we're going to go first hands through, let everyone get their first questions answered. And if we get through everyone, then we'll let people take uh, or ask second questions. Also, we want to remind everyone to be respectful to everyone and let them ask their question the same way you'd want the same respect. And also, as an announcement, we have a new email, which is feedback at unmutepresents So, if you need to get a hold of us, you have any questions, anything like that, then you can email us there, feedback at unmute.show And Michael, what do you got going on today? You,
0: you always hand it over to me like you think I have something to talk about uh, so yeah just clarification because I know Marty had said uh, unmute show. it is just unmute.show so feedback at oh. unmute.show uh, send us an email and uh, we will get back to you we did get an email uh, question that I may bring up here in a little bit as soon as I can find it uh, especially if there is no hand up that uh, was talking about figuring out TV Tuner, so i appreciate brendan for sending in that question and uh one thing that we published on sunday was a, a quick demonstration of uh, from marty telling you how to move applications on your iphone and then on thursday we posted a um artificial conversation with my artificial self and a artificial female who helped female sounding voice who helped share information about AI and blindness, mainly because I wanted to play around and Marty and I didn't record something for Thursday's episode. And then last Tuesday, of course, was the replay and you can find all that content in your favorite podcast platform when you search for unmute presents Jeanette who is our first-hand. Uh, Jeanette, it says you're muted.
2: Okay, I don't know why it wouldn't unmute. My apologies. Our first hand is Desi.
1: Hey, Desi, how's it going?
2: Uh, MSU Good bad. morning, uh, everybody. Um, uh, we so I have a couple of computers that I am going to be uh, so relieving about- of relieving myself of in the next few weeks. And I'm wondering if you can tell me how or what I need to do to make sure that all of my identifying information is off from them before I send them along to their respective new homes.
1: Are these Macs or Windows or what are the computers?
2: Uh, these are both Windows computers. One is a laptop and one is a de- desktop.
1: So I can take that if you want, Marty. Yep, go for it.
0: So if you go to the start menu, uh, actually, the faster way is to type a Windows key I in Windows 10 or 11. Um, if it's mm-hmm. Windows 7, uh, the, no, the it's best. No, it's 10. Okay, perfect, perfect. So then you go down to uh, reset device, I believe is it is. It's the uh, 10th option down, if I recall, right? Okay. And uh, when you go in there, there's an option to uh, erase and reset your computer or just reset your computer. And in this instance, you want to erase and reset because that'll clear everything off of the hard drive. And then you can... Uh, go ahead and sell that computer, or give it away, or rehome it at that point once everything is erased. And then you can verify that it is done by tapping Control-Windows-Enter on your keyboard after, I would say, you know, 20, 25 minutes. Uh, and then you should be able to get some feedback from Narrator as to the status, if it's done, or if it's still working on it.
2: Okay, and now um, the, one of the computers came to me with some programs loaded on it, like, for instance, JAWS. Which in demonstration mode, I wouldn't mind sending along to someone mm-hmm. if they need that. So um, is it going to take all of my stuff? Yes. Off? Mainly what I'm worried mm-hmm. about is is like my, um, you know, account information and that kind of stuff. Right. I don't want any identifying things.
0: So so because of how Windows is integrated with your Microsoft account in Windows 10 slash 11, I recommend just deleting the whole system and not trying to keep stuff on there. Yes, it will uh, take JAWS off. However, now with any Windows 10 or 11 machine, a uh, completely sight impaired individual can get access to a screen reader just with control Windows enter. So
2: right. Um, yes.
0: That's yeah. Right. So of it, course. it will yeah. take everything off of the computer will be like a brand new installation of Windows.
2: okay, excellent. Thank you so much.
0: No problem Thanks. That Desi. doesn't
2: even sound like something I won't have too much trouble doing. And I found out that my <laughs> new Mac is coming um uh, even earlier than they had said. so right now it it says by the 20th.
0: So
1: that's right. So see Marty, she got a Mac. Did you know that? There you go. If you need help with it, let us know and we'll guide you through whatever issues you may have or if you have any questions.
2: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You guys are great. Love this call. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Jeanette. Ibrahim.
3: Have-
1: How's it going, Ibrahim?
3: Hi. Um, can you guys hear me? Yep, Am we right? can hear you. Yes. Okay. Didn't make any uh, unmute sounds for some reason. Anyway, um, so I'm playing around with shortcuts, and I want to see if I can assign it to a gesture. Um but the reason I'm playing around with it uh, at the moment is for a person who does not use voiceover. So I'm looking at the touch uh, touch accessibility, and I see there is a way to create custom gestures there. Um, I just, once I get into the screen where, uh to create the custom gesture, um, it doesn't give me any uh, in uh, output. So I can't hear anything, and I can't user it to change to direct touch input to anything. I have to close the uh, window using the app, app switcher. And I can't go f- further uh, than that
0: step <laughs> to actually create a gesture. So I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Um, I have a suggestion for something to try. I've never actually played with setting up custom touch uh, gestures. And Belle, uh, we will get your clubhouse hand after Ibrahim. I did hear that. Uh, I haven't played with touch gestures much, but have you tried to innate, uh, add the direct touch option to your rotor and then turn that on in that specific section? And does that allow you to set it up? Uh, no, it doesn't. I can't. There's no
3: audio feedback at all at that oh. point.
0: Oh, no audio feedback.
3: Yeah. So I can't uh, use the router or anything. It's like a blank screen completely.
0: So I will play with that and see, because I haven't, as I said, played with it and see if I can come up with something. I have your uh, email address, I believe, Ibrahim, and I can follow up with you. Um, In the interim, what you could do um, to to get this working is I, I don't believe you have to have voiceover enabled to use the back tap to trigger a shortcut. Uh, what's back there? It's where you tap on the back of your oh, iPhone. Oh, okay. No, no. I, I have an
3: older iPhone, so it doesn't oh, have to be okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Bell. Oh, yeah. Go all ahead, right. Bell.
4: Uh, Meryl, you can go ahead. Hi. Hey, Meryl. <clears> how are <throat> you doing? Bell. Hi, Jeanette, Michael, and Marty. I'm great. Um, I have another Clubhouse question. Um, I was listening in the room, and all of a sudden... My phone said it's 55 degrees in Columbia, Maryland, which is in Howard County, the next county to me. And then the speed, you know, the it just stopped in Clubhouse, you know, what I was listening to during this call right now. And I don't know why that happened. Um, And this is a related question. Some uh, times when I get into Clubhouse, it says expand room, but it doesn't say that all the time. So I'm not sure why.
1: (laughs) well the first thing about the weather it sounds like you have alerts for weather turned on so if you don't want it to ever alert you and you only want it to give mm-hmm. you information when you actually open up the app then you'd go mm-hmm. into um, settings and then go to notifications and you would turn okay. off the alerts for weather and then it shouldn't do that oh, anymore okay. Um, oh, awesome.
4: Thank you. And, and it'll
1: give you options too in there. I mean, if you want to have a notification, you can have it, um, you know, give you either just a, an audio alert, or you can have it flash on your lock screen. There's a bunch of different oh, okay. things, but if you don't want it at but, all, you can mm-hmm. turn it off completely. So it okay. doesn't ever alert you only when you open the app. The other thing okay. is you, if you're going to go into clubhouse or you're going to do anything where you don't want to, your phone to bother you at all, you can always put mm-hmm. your phone into do not disturb mode, oh, or you can yeah. make a focus mode where it will um, not alert you anything unless there's something specific you want it to. So you do have some options okay. there. Okay.
4: Cool. Thank, thank you. And Okay. And expand. And, well, maybe I'll wait. The term, I, well, I can the answer 80. that
0: expanded expand okay. the room question mm-hmm. for you. Okay. And also mm-hmm. going back to the previous question, something that you could experiment mm-hmm. with, and Darcy does a mm-hmm. shortcuts call on Mondays at the same yeah, oh, yes, time. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, I
4: know. You could oh. set
0: it up so when you open Clubhouse, it automatically goes into Do Not Disturb, so you don't have to remember oh. to do that. And then when you close Clubhouse, oh. it'll disable Do Not Disturb. So oh, that's one of the cool things you can do with shortcuts. The expand the Current room is when you um, have left the screen of the room and you're back in your hallway and expand current oh. room is across the bottom. And that takes you back into the screen that you should currently be in now where you're able <laughs> to see all the participants in the clubhouse. Oh,
4: Okay. Thank Thank you so much, Michael and Marty. Appreciate it.
0: No mm-hmm. problem. Thanks, Meryl. Belle, do you we have that. someone else in clubhouse? Not at this moment. Okay. Um. Uh, we'll. We'll go back Before- over to Raise Hands in a quick second. I did see Desiree's question. If you want to put your question in chat, go ahead and uh, throw it in there and we'll get to it uh, when we have
1: time.
2: Uh, Todd, you are next.
1: Hey, Todd. Hey,
5: guys. How's it going? Good. How are you? Fine. Right. Can you hear me okay?
1: Yep. We can hear you loud and clear.
5: All right. My thing is about Jaws and Team Talk, uh, the, the, the Team Talk client by Bearware. The thing is, they say that they don't support uh, Team Talk, and I understand that when I'm in the preferences, I keep getting kicked out of the uh, um, of the Team Talk thing. Uh, but you know, so I'm just sort of wondering: Are there any scripts for Team Talk uh, with JAWS?
0: So I think there are, and I will see if I can find those for you while we're talking. Um, what you can do, and I did not know this trick until someone actually, uh, shared it with me, but uh, you can, especially for configuring the input and output devices, if you go up to the client menu, there's an option that says configure audio and choose that. And then you can choose your input and output devices. And that does work on the map version of talk as well. Doug Lee at dlee.org, D-L-E-E.org did create mm-hmm. some talk scripts for JAWS and an add-on for NVDA as well.
5: All right. Th- thank you very much. I appreciate
0: it. Yeah, no
6: problem. Thanks for your question. Ken. Did you say Ken? I did. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you hey for Ken, responding you here. Yeah. So I'm using an iPhone and I have a question about uh, Siri. Okay. So uh, my question is, uh, yeah, I'm getting a lot of continuous wrong information from Siri. Now I'm used to it failing or not giving information, maybe even up to 30% of the time that it doesn't respond, even when you need it the worst possible time. I'm, I'm used to that, but I'm talking way above that. Now I'm talking about the fact that it's 80% failing or, or not giving answers. And in other words, only two times out of every 10 does it give uh, what I'm asking for? And let me give some examples of that. So I ask it to open X Y Z app. It comes back and tells me, "Well, I don't see an X Y Z app in your in your applications." And I've had the, that app there all the time, and I can open it manually. Uh, and then the same thing with contacts. It, it does. It, it fails on giving me the right information with contacts. And then when I go out and make queries on the internet, uh, it. Uh, like I said, eight times out of ten, it's it's giving comp- either it doesn't answer or it gives wrong or bad information. So, uh, and I'm I, I I just you know what what has happened here.
1: So let me first say that in the iOS 16 update, there has been a lot of issues with Siri. Unfortunately, us as users, we don't really have too much control over Siri, but I can give you some. Tips that maybe would help you a little bit. It works better than others. It just depends on your experience. But the first thing is, you definitely want to make sure that you're completely up to date. There was actually an update that came out uh, yesterday or the day before yesterday uh, with a lot of security fixes. And a lot of times that helps with uh, even the Siri and other things. With that being said, one of the issues that's happening is that... When you first hit the button to invoke Siri, it doesn't always hear you in the beginning correctly, and it doesn't always hear you at the end correctly. So what I tell people to do is invoke Siri and wait a second, and then start speaking. And when you're done speaking, then wait a second before you turn off Siri and see if that helps. A lot of people have a better experience with that, um but unfortunately aside from that they're working on trying to fix it and there isn't a whole lot else besides that we can do you know on our end it's not something that gives us any preferences or anything like that unfortunately
6: all right. Well, thank you, because I was thinking this is me, and it's obviously, uh, obviously not me causing these No, No, okay.
1: everybody's having issues with Siri in one way or another. But a lot of people uh, don't realize that part of the bug is that it doesn't hear you in the beginning, and it doesn't mm-hmm. always hear you in the end. So the resolution to that is to invoke Siri, wait a second, then start talking, and then when you're done, wait a second, And then let it go off, and hopefully that'll give you some better results.
6: All right. Well, thank you very much.
1: Yeah, no problem. Good luck.
2: And next is ACB Community.
1: ACB Community, how's it going? Hmm? Oh, that person has left,
5: so we'll take Veteran Doc.
1: Hey, Veteran, how's it going?
5: Well, I'm having the same trouble with PDF that I asked you about last week. Um, Just to refresh your memory. when when it says to activate it and press the space bar, excuse me, it it only gives me the option to read what's exposed or read the whole uh, document or don't read it all. Then you suggested using the application key and OCR. And when I went to the application key, there was no such thing as OCR. either to word or anywhere else so i'm i'm thinking that they must pdf has changed something completely and just wondering if you're
0: up on that so i think i think i might know where there was a mix up in communication on my part for that last week and thank you for coming back um when you're pressing the applications key is this after you open the file um well it, because because what 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 I want you to try is if you navigate to the file in Windows Explorer, um however you get to that file and before you open it, try pressing the applications key or shift f ten, and then one of the options should be to uh, perform o c r on that file. Can we lose him? I don't know. I thought my internet went out, um so hopefully that helps. Uh, and uh, Veteran Doc, if you if you still need further assistance, feel free to reach out to us at feedback at unmute show um, via email and we'll help you further. But you want to try to do the OCR on the file before you open it. OK, thanks. a I'll lot. I'll try Isn't... it
5: now and see if I can get back if it doesn't work. Perfect. Thank yep. you and, very and, and, much. Of course. Yeah. Thanks, Veteran. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> you too.
1: <laughs> Jeanette, who is next?
7: Lauren is next.
1: Hey Lauren, how you doing?
7: Hi, how you doing? Um, am I unmuted? Yep,
1: yep, we can right. hear you. Uh,
7: I'm having a hard time for some reason with. I mean, I use Windows 11, and I'm having a hard time with installing things. And there's something with my account, my Microsoft account. I don't know what it is. I can get into my account with emails; it's no problem. It's when you sign in, when you when you get into Windows, it's one thing. But I had to change to a password. And then yeah to, to you know when it says to secure desktop to allow apps to um you know the user account when it when when it yep, allow yep. will you allow the app to uh, make changes you know and, and you press yes you don't just do yes what it happens is it says provide a pin and then and then when i do it's been saying it's been saying the sign in options disabled because of the 10 failed attempts and shutdowns so that means i can't for now i can't install uninstall Things that are errors like uh, the Microsoft Speech synthesizers and and for NVDA NVDA itself. I mean, there are things I need mm-hmm. to install, and I can't do that without there being a problem with signing in or without the without the without the message that it's not allowing me to uh, to do it to change so, to make changes and to do it.
0: So on that screen, when it says yes, and then it asks you for a PIN number. You should be able to tab to get alternate authentication methods. I, bl- I I forget the exact wording of it, and pressing enter on that should allow you to enter your Microsoft password. Have you uh, been able to try that?
7: No, that's the problem. It, it I don't see anything about it. it just says show information or show it, or it just says use an admin username or password. I mean, I mean you know, <laughs> uh. Or, or it says leave your computer on for two hours, so it's it's not giving me any anything to go on, so I and can. Are you the
0: admin of the computer, or did someone else set it up for you? Say that again, please. Are you the person who set up the computer, or did someone else set the computer up? It for was you? it was set up for me. Okay, because I wonder if there's another account on the computer that you have to verify that user information in order to install applications.
7: Well, I wonder if I can use my um. You know, because often when I used to do my code, it would, mm-hmm. I would have to use my uh, Gmail account, and and they would and they would verify a code there. Maybe I might have, if I could use that instead. That, that could
0: use, one one last suggestion is to reach out to Microsoft Answer Desk because then they can watch your screen with you, and then they may exactly, have some help.
7: That's exactly what after this call. That's what I'm going to do. Call them. Okay.
0: Do you need that phone number?
7: I have it. That's fine.
0: Perfect. Well, thank so, you. So use
7: your- in the meantime. Use the Gmail. Uh, use the other. Account and see if that'll be that'll that. That it. would,
0: yeah. That's what I what else I would try. But if you're going to call them when you're off for this call, then uh they'll let you know what it's asking for as well. That jaws may not be seeing.
7: Uh huh. All right. Thank you very much. No problem. Thank you. you calls are very informative. I really enjoy them. Herbie. Hey Herbie. All right. I almost forgot what I was going to say. Um. So I wanted to expand something real quick when regards to if when installing te- using Team Talk on Windows. Make sure first and foremost that you've installed the accessible client and that matters. So, when you get when you're installing Team Talk, you're going to be presented with an option of four things, and it's the third one down that's the client for accessibility, and that is going to affect your screen reader experience dramatically. So, I just wanted to mention that to Todd and anybody else.
0: Thank you, Herbie.
7: And there is only, I don't think we have that option on the Mac. It's just one version, though. It's become a lot more accessible on the Mac now. (laughs) I mean, like, a lot. Like, it's actually
8: easy enough to use now. Anybody can do it, so.
1: Well, good. Thank you. Dan. Hey, Dan. How's it going?
8: Hello. So, I recently installed uh, Adobe Acrobat Reader, and I thought when I got the downloader, I told it not to include... McAfee antivirus stuff and all that stuff. Well, of course, that did not work. And it went and installed Safe Connect for me. And now it, I cannot get that thing off of my computer. You guys have any clue how uh, to get that off, particularly if it's like a third party tool? Because add and remove programs won't get it
1: off. Well, one suggestion I would make is to take your computer offline while you're trying to uninstall it because a lot of times it's trying to call home while you're trying to uninstall it and it won't let you uninstall it so you turn off your wi-fi or whatever connection you have to the internet that way it can't call home and it might make it a little bit easier to uninstall it other than that michael do you have any other ideas thoughts about this I don't
0: um there is a McAfee
1: removal
0: tool that would completely remove McAfee software from your computer and I believe that would also take Safe Connect off as well uh but I'm a f- if you want to keep using parts of McAfee then that wouldn't be the way to do it but I would look for that removal tool if you want to take it all off
8: Yeah I, I didn't want any of that stuff on there so yeah I want it all off
0: yeah, so search for McAfee removal tool, and it'll go through and remove uh, all the tools that or all the extra McAfee stuff that's been added to your computer. All right. And and if you send us an email, we can get you a direct link if you don't want to search for it. But uh, otherwise, that's the fastest way to get it.
8: Yeah, that's one of those terms that who knows are you're going to find. So I, I might do that.
0: <laughs> Thanks a lot. Who's next, Jeanette?
8: And next is Sheila. Hey, Sheila. Hey guys, happy Valentine's Day.
1: Oh, thank you. How are you?
8: I am good. All right. This is a dilemma that I've been fighting with for a while. I have a Gmail account and an AT&T email account. When I forward something from my iPhone to my at t email, it goes to my at t email on my phone, but does not go to my desktop.
1: Is that email... Uh, set up as a pop email account, do you know? I don't, I don't, I don't know. So a lot of times, I'm not sure how old that AT&T email that you have is, but a lot of times they're set up by default as pop instead of IMAP. And what happens when you have pop set up instead of IMAP is that it only really updates in one place. So it won't update in both places. So you want to make sure that you have IMAP set up if you have that option for that AT&T email, because then you're going to be able to be updated in all the places instead of only in one place. That's one how thing would I can I suggest. would find that out? You'd have to go into the email settings and look and see in both places how it's set up. And if it says pop, then you'll want to get the IMAP settings from AT&T and reset it up as an IMAP email in both places.
0: Oh, joy. Good. <laughs> and the way to actually check it also didn't it AT&T by Yahoo, man? They yeah. they, they all I merge know, together. It's uh, all it's, a mess,
1: you know, every week it changes.
0: If you delete an email on your phone, does it still show up on your computer? Yeah. Yep. So that's what's happening. One of your accounts is signed into POP and not IMAP. IMAP would synchronize all of that. So when you forward the email from your phone, because your phone's email is already open, then it's going to download it, which means your computer's not even going to see that that message was there. I'm guessing if you forward an email from your uh, like from Gmail in the web, and if you don't have email open, the first email client you open, either your computer or your phone, will be the one that receives it at the AT and email address.
1: If you had it set up as IMAP, no matter what you do. Whether it's read an email, sent an email, reply to an email, it's going to update in all the places. So that's what the big difference is.
8: Okay. And I have no idea how to do that. So I
1: guess I will do some research. So yep, and if you need any extra help, shoot us an email. We'll help you out. Okay. Thank you.
8: And next is Annie.
1: Hey, Annie, how's it going?
8: Going well so far. I have RP and I'm having to read my mail and other things. But under the CCTV, but it's very hazy. So I want to know if I have an iPhone and I've been using Seeing AI and SuperSense OCR to read read things that's outside of the technology. But I'm also told about several independent smart reader and somebody told me about OrCam That would be good, very expensive, around $2,000 each. And I want to know what are thoughts about using the phone or going to an independent reader?
1: Um, It really depends on what your needs are. But if you can use your phone to complete any task that you're trying to complete, I would suggest using the phone because otherwise you're spending a ton of money on another device or another uh, thing you're going to have to learn how to do. Um, If you have your phone and you can do the tasks that you need to do, then I would suggest using your phone. I mean, you're always going to have your phone with you, probably, no matter where you are. Um, There are a lot of scanner apps out there. Um, If you're not happy with the ones that you're using, there is one called Voice Dream Scanner. And that app, all it does is scan things and then save it. It's uh, got kind of two pieces to it. One is the reader part and one is the scanning part. You don't need both, but I would suggest both. If you were to purchase them, they're $20. uh, It's $10 each app, but it's uh, a really great app and it works really well. Um, So that might be a suggestion. Michael, you got any other ideas?
0: No, kind of what you were saying, because yes, for some users, uh, those standalone devices do work better for for them, and it can uh, magnify things. Uh, I would take a look at the Envision glasses as well. They are coming in at just under 2000 now that they've revised some of their pricing. Um, Two two other things to be aware of, A, both of these programs, uh, well, both of Any of these um, trial program, or I cannot talk. Any of these hardware devices will offer a trial program if you want to try it out for like 30 days. Granted that you would be out the money while you're trying it out, but they will refund your money for you as well. And then additionally, don't forget that um, sometimes it it may be faster and better on your eyes to let the phone read it to you. So where Marty had recommended Voice Stream Scanner, uh, but for non-private uh, identifying information, if you just want to read something real quick, you can also use a tool like Be My Eyes and someone can look at your uh, uh, camera and read the information to you and that's completely free or there's the paid Ira version as well. And again, that one gives someone the flexibility of taking a picture so they can make it or or clean it up and then read this stuff to you as well so so really just your use case scenario scenario and if you want to talk more about it you can send us an email and we can follow up with you too
8: what is the email
0: yep it's feedback at unmute.show
8: Feed, feedback
0: at unmute.show okay. yep
8: okay i'm not interested in i've used seeing a uh, be my eyes uh, mm-hmm. I would be reading uh, some personal stuff, some financial information. So I would gotcha. really to do it myself.
0: Yeah, I I completely understand. But yeah, um, uh, take a look at that, and then there's also the magnifier app on your phone, and see if that works well for you as well.
8: Well, with with RP, I think I'll be completely blind from what I hear. Gotcha. I, I'm old to have any vision. My ophthalmologist says I'm the oldest one he knows. Oh. So not that it does me much good, but it's an interesting thing. So I'm trying, I live alone in senior apartment. I'm 86 and I'm trying okay. very hard to be independent. And I'm also interested in, do you have, well, am I asking a second question?
0: You have a podcast? Yep. If, do you listen to podcasts on your phone or on a Victor or on anything?
8: I haven't been, but I'd like to try. I have an iPad and probably listen to it on that or the iPhone.
0: Yep. You can listen to it on either or and you just uh you can open the easiest way is to open the podcast app on your iPhone or your iPad and then find the add podcast button. It may also say search, and then you double tap on that um, <laughs> if you're using voiceover or single tap if you're not, and then you just search for unmute present and it'll come right up.
1: Wonderful. One one other thing I will throw in as a recommendation, considering where you live, I know a lot of people who live in similar situations as you, and a lot of times uh, you can talk to your manager and they have people that uh, help out if you need something read or if you're trying to find something or whatever the case may be. So mm-hmm. you might want to check in with whoever's in charge where you live and see if they have people that can help you out, you know, reading your stuff or whatever the case is that you need help with.
8: Yeah. 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 I'm trying to be as independent as I can, but we do have some help here. Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: No problem. Good luck. If you need anything else, let us know. We could reach out. Thank you. Hey, Joanne, how you doing? Here I am. (laughs) There you go, Joanne. You got through. How you doing?
9: I'm fine. It took me a while to find my unmute thing. Um, I, I know this is probably a scam, but I wanted to see what you guys think. Um, I have I just received an email a few days ago that says it's from the Microsoft team and they're going to close my email account by April twelfth of this year due to inactivity. And I use it all the time.
1: Is it like at is it a email that's at Outlook or at one of the Microsoft extensions, live outlook, one of those?
9: I'm gonna have to look again. I I, I just kind of looked at it and I did open it and it said something about to to, just to sign in and I would remain active, but I certainly wouldn't do that from the email. If I I was you,
1: if you're already sending and receiving your email without issue right now, you're already signed in. You don't need to sign into anything else. It's probably a scam. Typically, unless you're paying for something, like for example, you're paying for Microsoft 365, and you have an email attached to that, they'll let you know you're going to your account is going to be expiring in 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, something like that, and that you need to go to the website and uh, make a payment to keep your account active. But they're not going to email you and tell you, hey, come over here and log in because you're having an email problem. And I can tell you the red flag on that right away is if you're already receiving email without issue and you're sending email without issue, you're already logged in. You don't need to go somewhere else and log into something else. That's a scam. Well,
9: see, that's what I thought, too. But also, I have uh, I pay for um, Microsoft 365 every year, but it's not due till July.
1: Right. And if you were going to pay for that, I would suggest going to their website and you okay. have an account page and you log in with your credentials. Don't click on mm-hmm. any links or anything like that. Right. that someone sends okay. you, uh, I think it's, uh, honestly sounds like a scam because to me you're sending and receiving all your email. And so right. you don't need to go sign into something. I would just delete it and move on.
9: Okay. Thanks. I kind of thought that, but I wanted to see what y'all thought.
1: Yep. No problem.
9: Okay. Thank you.
1: Yep.
2: And veteran doc has another
1: question. Hey veteran, did it go
0: away?
5: Okay, oh, yeah, I okay. I tried uh, what you suggested with the PDF, and it would not uh, come up with anything along what you suggested with the OCR or anything. But one thing is, this is a change with the PDF files in the last two, maybe three weeks at the most. When I used to activate it, it would give me the option of read top to bottom, left to right. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, then I could uh, work with it and copy it and then paste it into a Word document. Okay, but this is something that has changed and it won't allow me to to get to that option. Instead, it just gives the three options of read what's exposed, read all or don't read anything.
0: Gotcha. And are you using JAWS or are you NVDA? JAWS. Have you by chance reached out to Freedom Scientific or Vespero to find out if they have any suggestions? Because I'm not sure what the next step would be at this point.
5: No, I haven't uh,
0: reached out to anybody but you folks. Um, Okay, well, we appreciate that. My suggestion is to reach out to them. And if you want, and if you have a way to take down a phone number, if you don't have it, I can give you their tech support phone number as well. No, I haven't. Uh, Okay, perfect. And and see what they have to say. Because I and I'd love it if you could let us know what they had to say. Uh, especially if they can get it working for you again. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thank you. All and right. Gentlemen,
2: go. we have no raised hands at this time.
1: Well, since oh, we've no? gotten through everyone, if anyone has any second questions or any other questions, we can take those. So feel free to raise your hand, jump in. First also, I want
2: to Okay, go <laughs> Jul. Raised her hand as you were saying that.
1: Okay, go for it. Yep.
2: Um,
10: hey, Jewel, so how are you I doing? Missed most of the call. I apologize for that. I had to deal with the Amazon issue. Um, I wanted to update y'all on the uh, thing that I was talking to you about, foreign foreign language braille. Um, I have figured out that if you I can change the braille commands in the voiceover, and so I have made um, a change for that. The rotor command is now Dot two, three, uh, sp- you know, um with the uh, spacebar and dot four, five with spacebar. And then to change the option, I just add the seven and the eight respectively. Um that makes it a lot easier to switch between the braille tables. So I thought I'd mention that um it makes rotor rotor navigation a lot easier. So if somebody has a braille display and they want rotor navigation be easier for themselves or any command that they don't like in voiceover, you can change that very easily. Um, if you go into voiceover settings and you go into commands, there is a uh, braille displays and you select the braille display you're using and you can go change the commands just for that braille display.
1: Oh, that's cool. Thanks yeah. for the so update. I just thought that's I'm awesome. That.
10: Yeah. So I figured it out and it's a lot easier. So I just thought I mentioned cool. that.
1: Right on. Thanks. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to also let everybody know that there was a ios mac os watch all the things uh for uh apple that came out i believe it was yesterday um it was just a security update but it, it patches some apparently uh some pretty strong security vulnerabilities so it's highly recommended that you update uh might fix a couple of other small things as well so Check that out and see if that update shows up in any of your Apple devices and get that update going for yourself.
10: And, Marty,
11: you have a raised hand at Clubhouse.
1: All right, go for it.
11: Janet, you can go, go ahead.
1: Hey, Janet, how are you doing? Hello,
11: Marty and Marty and Marty and my Eminem. We might as well call you Eminem. Michael Mar- and Marty.
1: All right, sounds good. Okay, Eminem. <laughs>
11: uh, have you checked out the uh, Motion at Large podcast lately? Uh yes. Okay. So you, you you did see the podcast about the uh, the Victor Reader stream three then.
1: Uh yeah, it's been uh, the there's been a few different um podcasts that have talked about the new one coming out. So I'm somewhat familiar with it as what whatever's out there basically.
11: Um for the uh Jonathan Mo Donath, Jonathan Mosen's, um at large podcast came out with one. And they had a they had a Zoom thing last night that people could ask questions about it too. I wasn't able to make it to that, but I just thought I'd let everybody know that the, that the uh Jonathan Mosin has a podcast about the Victoria yep. <laughs> Story.
0: Yep, well, Jonathan awesome. Wilson has a podcast about it. Um, yesterday's call will be on the Tech Talk podcast feed as well, so you can search for that. And then next Wednesday in ACB Community, uh, HumanWare will be on main menu. So if you have questions, you can bring those questions to main menu on next Wednesday.
11: And I think, when, uh, aren't they, isn't ACB having another victory? We just streamed three sometime this week
0: uh i'm not aware of one but that doesn't mean it's not happening because there's there's quite a bit of calls uh the ones i shared are the ones i know of and if anyone has any other ones they want to share feel free to to let us know but there's plenty of resources out there for people to make an informed decision on if they want to get the victor reader stream three or not
11: no so i thought i'd let you know that
0: that thanks a lot yeah
1: we appreciate it thanks for letting us know. Back. all right well thank right. you we appreciate, appreciate it day. have okay. a great day
2: scott <clears throat> you may go ahead and you start to meeting.
1: Okay,
12: thank you for. Hey Scott, how are you uh, doing? Hi, pretty good. Well, I was just gonna say, yeah, the John of the the wasn't at Large uh, episode on Victor Stream Three is a little bit old by now, but uh, the last night on uh, yeah, last night on Tech Talk there was a record breaking uh, attendee uh, for attendees, like over seventy people in there wanting to wanting to hear all about the new Stream Three and. Yeah, everybody's Uh, really excited
1: about it, and everyone's trying to get as
12: much information as possible. Mystic Access did a podcast on it too, and uh, they're—they, I heard that's what I heard instead of the, I just I checked that one out instead, but yeah, they and they're going to do the tutorial on it, or they if they they either they are or they're they're doing it, um, wonderful, or they're doing a tutorial on this on the three also.
1: Yeah, that's going to be good when that comes out. They always yeah. give good tutorials, in depth, you know, yeah. on different things.
12: Yeah, just just wanted to mention those things.
1: Cool, Scott. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot.
2: well. Did you have another question?
10: I just wanted to throw out a shameless plug. Um, this will be um, done through ACB community. We will be um, hosting through the SCKCB, South Central Kentucky Council of Wine. Aaron Linsen who will be presenting on the Victor Reader stream through us as well. And that'll be March 8th, um, from starting at 3 p.m. Eastern. Um, so that'll be March 8th. If, if those other times didn't don't work for somebody, we'll be doing one on the on that Wednesday as well.
0: And is that going to be listed in the A C B community calls?
10: Yes. That will be, yeah, I'll be putting a form through yeah. for that very soon. Um we will also be doing a blind square on the on March 22nd um with um Oh, what is his name? Uh, it's a it's a Norwegian, uh, um, Scandinavian name. I can't remember his name. Um, one of the one of the owners of Blind Square will be coming to meet with us on the twenty second of March. Also,
0: exciting! Um, so keep an it, eye out or yeah. keep an ear out on the uh, community call list to be able to get mm-hmm. information about exciting so, upcoming calls. So thanks, yep, Drew. Those will
10: both be on the
0: community call list. Awesome! Thanks. All righty. Do we have any other questions at this time, Jeanette? No more raised hands here. Okay. Uh, Marty, do you have any announcements or anything to share before we close it up?
1: Let's see. I'll make a recommendation. Um, I wanted to let everyone know that also Michael and I are on the IACast. So if you haven't checked that out yet, you might want to check that out. It's got a lot of good information there, and it comes out every other Saturday. So, yeah, that's the IACast, and you can check that out in any podcatcher that you use any podcast application so there you go you got anything michael you want to fire off
0: just realize that you know you you never know if you're talking to the right person i promise you both marty and myself are real during this hour uh but last week as we heard in the demonstrations it was posted both on the unmute presents podcast feed on thursday uh that one is a real good representation and on the short clip for the beginning of the recording of last tuesday again find both those in unmute presents podcast uh platform you, you can sometimes not really tell. It's kind of scary where technology is going. And there's just been a lot more announced as soon as I'm able to share. Uh, And and check it out. I will be playing with the new Bing if you didn't hear about that. Kind of excited to see where Bing and potentially Google and other search engines are going. And 2023 for me is the year of simplicity, but it's also for the rest of technology, the year of of AI, whether that be artificial intelligence or augmented intelligence. And that's all I got. Remember, you can send an email to feedback at unmute.show. And, yeah, if you have any other questions, uh, do we have any other questions there, Jeanette?
2: No raised hands here.
0: All right. Well, I think we'll just wrap it up then, and we'll see you guys next week. And uh, thanks a lot.
1: Yep. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. We'll see you next week.